Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Hey, this happens and it's not a good feeling. You thought you were getting a tax refund and you end up owing money. And now you got to come up with the cash. $5,000? I don't have $5,000. I know. <laughs> How am I going to get $5,000? If it's breaking your budget, don't panic and don't not file your taxes. Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Can't pay? Now what do you do? I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. You filed your return, and you realize you owe the IRS more than you can afford to pay right now. If you find that you can't pay the full amount by the filing deadline, and this year that deadline is April 18th, you should still file your return on time and pay as much as you can by the due date. ABC News business correspondent Alexis Christophoros says it's important to pay what you can now. That way you can avoid uh, penalty fees, late fees. You may still incur some of those, but they wouldn't be as great as if you just ignored uh, the payment. Then make arrangements to pay off the balance. Apply for an installment agreement request with the IRS. You'll be surprised to see how much the government actually wants to work with you and have you uh, pay that bill in a timely way. You may find the terms the taxman offers are better than other options like paying by credit card or taking a personal loan. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. Oh, come on. You can come up with $5,000. Jerry, you don't have $5,000 you can lend her. Come on. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NBA playoffs are starting to take shape as the Milwaukee Bucks only have eight games remaining on their regular season schedule. Currently, Milwaukee is nursing a one-and-a-half game lead over the Boston Celtics for the top spot in the Eastern Conference. With the playoff pitcher starting to take shape, head coach Mike Budenholzer knows defense means everything to this team. And it all starts with his big man. Consistency is probably, you know, coaches, and I, it's it's something you crave and you want, and it's so hard to attain. You know, guys are human, and but Brooke has just been, you know, out of this world. Um, his defense, seven block shots. You know, he's just, you know, his defense just changes everything, um, and it, it I think early sends a message, you know, that that's going to be a hard place to score and. You know, we follow his lead defensively. After winning in Utah Friday night and losing in Denver the following day, the Bucks are back at it tonight as they get set to visit the Detroit Pistons. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 5.30. Over to the Diamond as the Brew Crew found themselves down by three runs in the fifth inning. But after a Joey Weimer RBI double, Christian Yelich was next up. Target up by Moreno and the pitch. Hit in the air to left and deep. Get up! Get up at the wall! Gone for Yelich! And this one is tied! They would tie it there. That would be the second homer of the spring for Christian Yelich as the Brewers and Diamondbacks would end the game in a tie of 4-4. to Brandon Woodruff got the start going six innings strong, striking out six and allowing only three earned runs with opening day just two days away when the Brewers visit Chicago on Wednesday, manager Craig Council knows the roster is all but final. There, there's, there's ways we can go here, and yeah. there's trans, and there's trade 
there, there's, this is trade time. Like yep. I told you guys, you know that this is a trade time. There's out of options players. There's teams with injuries that have created holes. So yep. there will be trades. I don't know if we will make them, but there, will, there is trade talk. There's yep. no question. The Brewers are back at it today as they get set to take on the Colorado Rockies. First pitch is set for 310. The women's college basketball national semifinals have two teams in their last four. Caitlin Clark from Iowa becomes the first ever player in men's or women's to score a 40-point triple-double in the college basketball tournament. Iowa would go on to defeat Louisville by a final score of 97-83 to and join LSU as the first two teams in the semifinals, they now await winners of South Carolina and Maryland and Virginia Tech and Ohio State. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Coming up, the Milwaukee Streetcar Tango with a dump truck or garbage truck in downtown Milwaukee. We'll get you the latest on that, plus take a look at some of the new reveals for the Milwaukee Public Museum. That's all next on Wisconsin's Morning News. On Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday morning, just want to get you a little bit more information on the accident involving the Milwaukee Hop Streetcar downtown. TMJ4 News has a couple of pictures up. We've seen a helicopter shot from Channel 12 as well. The incident involved a Milwaukee streetcar and a garbage truck near Milwaukee and Wells that was reported just after 6 o'clock this morning. So if you know that spot, this is where the streetcar makes the turn from if you're like southbound on on Wells Street, it turns left then or to go south. I'm sorry. If you're eastbound on Wells Street, it turns now left to go south on Milwaukee and vice versa. So if you're coming up Milwaukee towards the north and then it makes that right-hand turn to go onto Wells Street, it looks like it got caught right in there. And there was a garbage truck that maybe was pulling out. When I say garbage truck, this is one of those big things that picks up the dumpsters out back by your business or whatever. Right? Everything goes in those big dumpsters, and the truck comes, and it's got that arm that and it picks up the whole dumpster. So this is a big old truck. And basically, the hop and this truck are smashed right into each other. Do you have an example of a non-dump truck or garbage truck that you have? Yeah, that's just a... It just rolls on down the hill. No problem. But this one has the extra arm that dumps all the stuff out. Yeah, that, anyway. noise, that noise also made when it hit the hop. Right. Definitely. So it didn't look like they smashed softly into each other. So there does appear to be some damage to the hop street car itself, as is so often the case. Probably minimal damage here to the truck. <laughs> They're kind of built for right. this. Yeah. How often, how often do our stories end with the truck driver was not injured, right? Uh, <laughs> no word of any injuries in association with this. It's not like the hop goes that fast throughout downtown. But, yeah, it looks like they just kind of – hop does appear to be off its track. Just uh, yeah, peeking could, over at Channel 12 right now, they got the overhead view. It could be a lengthy cleanup here to get that thing back on there. So if you do work downtown or travel down there for any reason, whether it's on a scooter or walking or driving – just keep your eyes open because at, my assumption is there's going to be some delays or at least some traffic being rerouted in that area. So this is Milwaukee and Wells downtown. I'm trying to figure out where that truck was going, though. How did it end up? That's actually a straight stretch there for the hop right there on Wells, right? Yes. The So I thought this was at one of those turn spots, but it doesn't look like it. The only, the only reason I was thinking of the turning 
is because the streetcar is like all the way across the intersection. They must that, that truck must have hit it hard. Yeah, they must have been going just straight across that intersection. It looks like it tried to turn, but you know, one of those giant garbage trucks, I'm sure, just kind of pushed everything there off to the side. Hop Streetcar in downtown Milwaukee is off its rails at Milwaukee and Wells Street. So that's a spot to avoid if your work carries you downtown this morning. Uh, real quickly, I did tease it, so I'll just mention a couple of things about the Milwaukee Public Museum. The next big reveal from the museum is coming up. Uh, mid-April, but we've had two of the galleries that are going to be part of the new $240 million museum project now revealed. The latest was this gallery called Wisconsin Journey, and it's really about the geological features and the diversity of the geology across the state of Wisconsin. And I'm going to play you some audio here from Helen Divjack. She is from Think Design. She's a lead designer on the Future Museum project. There's a little bit of music on it because I'm pulling this from a video that the museum sent over as they were sharing all this new information. But the Wisconsin Journey exhibit is going to feature, among other things, six regions of the state, including a fascinating look way up north on Lake Superior, the Apostle Islands. So we really wanted to honor that space, take people to this incredible landscape and capture the drama of how different it is in the summer versus the winter. And so what we imagine is that when visitors come here is it will feel as if you are encountering it during the warmer summer months. But as you move through the gallery, it switches quite dramatically to the icy winter months. They do the same thing in the Northwoods section of the Wisconsin Journey Gallery. So that is supposed to take you into the magic of Wisconsin's Northwoods. You'll be surrounded by trees. The seasons will change. The lighting changes. So they take you from day into the evening and then overnight hours as well. So you experience all of that. There's also going to be a mock-up of a lead mine. How Wisconsin got its nickname, the Badger State, the mining industry, and so they'll take you inside there. That's all in the gallery called Wisconsin Journey. And again, next reveal is coming up on April 14th. That'll be Milwaukee Revealed. And for folks who are wondering, what about the streets of old Milwaukee? It sounds like that's going to be the exhibit that will have that Milwaukee streetscape immersive situation and uh, experience for everybody who's invested in the Milwaukee Public Museum. Never mind the snow, we got a roof. And one week from today, it's the Brewers' home opener in American Family Field. Yeah, yeah time to play ball. The Brewers have two spring training games left. One today, one tomorrow. Then you got a, sort of a travel day mixed in there with a chance to get settled back here in Milwaukee only briefly on Wednesday. And then opening day for the Brewers on the road to start. It's a 121st pitch at Wrigley Field in Chicago. That is Thursday. Our broadcast time is 1245 at your home of the Brewers, News Radio 620, WTMJ. Saturday and Sunday, then again in Chicago, weather permitting for all of that. And then Monday, we've got opening day uh, pretty much all day here on WTMJ. First pitch against the New York Mets at American Family Field is 110. I don't know if I'm going to give out a broadcast time for that, Mike, because we're pretty much just start the day at 5. From, yeah, 5 a.m. It's all show. you can eat Brewers content. <laughs> right. So we'll have people out at the ballpark for you on opening day starting at 5 o'clock in the morning right here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Did you almost say ballpark? At the ballpark. Well, you, there's I think there's a new food item. He's, he's got the some, hot dogs on his mind. There's something there. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk more about that through the week as we come up on opening day. Again, the, the season opener for the Brewers on the road at Wrigley on Thursday. And then we have the home opener coming up on Monday. Today we also launch our annual Brewers 360 
where each weekday we're going to feature different Brewers guests and topics. We'll set that up for you next as Brandon Side has sports coming up. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Despite the recent snow, believe it or not, the Brewers' regular season is right around the corner. The crew was in action Saturday, excuse me, Sunday afternoon against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And without a run scored yet in the fifth inning, Joey Weimer got the Brewers going. And the pitch. Line to the gap in right center. They're going to be on the board now. Weimer around first in the second with a standing run scoring double. And it is now 3-1 Arizona. That would score one there. And with Weimer standing at second base, Christian Yelich came up to the plate next. Target up by Moreno and the pitch. Hit in the air to left and deep. Get up! Get up at the wall! Gone for Yelich! And this one is tied. Yelich would knock out his second homer of the spring training as the Brewers score three in the fifth inning and would finish the game tying the Diamondbacks by a final of 4-4. Four to four. Brandon Woodruff did get the start, going six innings strong, striking out six and allowing only three earned runs. After the game, the Brewers' former MVP Christian Yelich addressing the media about the young talent coming up in the Brewers' organization. You know, they're going to contribute at some point this year. They're both really talented. and um, You know, you kind of just have to let them play in the Bay Leagues. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. You have to get your footing. Um, it's, the, it's the toughest league in the sport, you know, so um, you kind of have to take your lump sometimes, but they're, they're super talented, and I think they're all going to be they're all gonna be pretty good major league players. With only two games remaining in the spring training schedule, the Brewers are back at it today as they take on the Colorado Rockies. First pitch is set for 310. And Brewers 360 is brought to you by Holiday Automotive and Outdoor Living Unlimited. It launches today. So all we're doing today is just want to let you know how it's going to shape up for the rest of the season. So we'll have a guest with us at this time each day of the week on Wisconsin's Morning News. We'll talk Brewers baseball and some things around the game of baseball. Hope to have a little bit of fun with all of our guests, and most of them play along real well. So Mondays, just like last year, we'll have Sophia Minert joining us from the Major League Baseball uh, broadcasts that you see Sophia on Bally Sports if you watch the games. So she's going to join us every Monday. Love talking to Sophia. Super smart. Really knows the game. Knows all the players inside and out, so she's going to join us Mondays. Tuesdays, we'll have the skipper. Brewers manager Craig Council will join us every Tuesday morning, except when the Brewers have like a late-nighter on the West Coast in one of those 9 o'clock starts our time. Then we'll let the, the game's still going at 1 in the morning. Yes, we'll let the skipper sleep in on those days. But for the most part, we'll have Craig Council with us on Tuesday mornings. And then is, is Level with us on uh, Wednesdays? Just checking in with... Uh, our producer here, Greg, Greg Pancake Hill. Oh yeah, he's back. He can't get away from us. Jeff Lever, have you oh, con- yeah. have you connected with Levo this year? I'm going to text him today, making sure that we're good to go <laughs> on Wednesday. But I've heard sources that we'll we'll be all right. Producer of the program, Greg Hill, is uh, responsible for that coordination. So Jeff Levering with us on Wednesdays, Thursdays. Really excited for all of you to get to know the Brewers general manager, uh, Matt Arnold, is with us, and you're going to get an opportunity to know him better. He's first year in the job. Of course, he's been with the organization for a long time, and he's putting together a great ball club this year. He'll be with us on Thursday mornings. And then every other Friday, we'll check in with Rick Schlesinger, Brewers president of business operations. He talks to us about what's happening at the ballpark, any special deals that are ahead. Rick joined us earlier today and let us know that there were some 500 seats coming available for Brewers opening day on Monday. 
So you want to check the Brewers' website if you want to get tickets for opening day. Those tickets just coming available this morning. So we'll do Rick every other Friday, and then we'll fill that Friday spot every other week with another notable Brewers guest. It's Brewers 360. It starts today, tomorrow, all week. Brewers in action on Thursday at Wrigley Field for games that actually count. 749, Mark Tauscher back from the break. He joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. When Brett Favre came back in 08. Innovator. Which Aaron Rodgers could, hey, this could be the first offseason in a while. He decides in April, you know what, guys? You're not going to trade me. I'm coming to Lampo. I'm going to start working out with the team. And Packers Hall of Famer. It will be Circus City, USA. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher back from a week off. Am I to understand you were in Paris, Tausch? Yeah. Yeah. I I looked at it and I thought, you know what? I, I sat down with Sarah and we thought, where can we go where there's not very much uh, garbage collection and where there's <laughs> some type right. of protests and fires that are going at a really regular clip? And where can we take our kids and enjoy that experience? And we decided to go to Paris. Yeah, the f- famous deadline. Yeah, good. Wanted you kids to see this. It's important. Yeah. Well, I- I'll be honest with you. I-, I did not know any of that. We've uh, we had a ch- a couple of trips planned, obviously throughout the COVID era, and couldn't go 2021 and all that. And my daughter is. It's uh, it, we we want to get out there and experience things right so this was on the docket and i have to admit i feel like you know i'm on twitter i'm obviously a lot of aaron Rodgers, uh packers stuff and i try to keep up with the news i know you guys do a much better job of that i didn't realize any of that was going on and then about two days before we left uh my, my wife is sitting there and she's saying yeah, there might be a few hiccups uh, in our trip itinerary. And I said, well, that's fine. We'll be able to adjust. And then when we got there, uh, there was – it actually, we weren't interrupted much by what was going on, but the sheer vast amount of police presence and garbage. They had 20 days. I think they're on day 20 of a garbage strike. And the rats have come out. But all of that <laughs> – it was still an unbelievably beautiful place. So I actually think it worked to our advantage because I think everything was probably a little – it wasn't as crowded because of all the things that were going on. I, I That's the way I'm spinning it. It's not your trash you got to worry about, right? You're out. Uh, no, you know, <laughs> hey, we we just went out. And right. the weird part was, you know, we obviously – there's been a, there's been protests the last you know, five or six years here. There's been a lot of stuff. What they do over in Paris is they have all that garbage out. They're not burning buildings down or bur- you know breaking glass windows and doing all that. All the protesters were doing was burning the garbage on the streets. And if you look, you know how there's that meme of there's the dude sitting in the re- – the, like the dog sitting in the restaurant saying that's fine and it's engulfed by flames everywhere? Yeah. They're literally are pictures – of people sitting in both cafes and in restaurants with the garbage on fire from the protesters, and people are sitting out looking, and that was real life, not artificial intelligence. That was real life of what was happening in the last 
you know, 10, 15 days over in Paris. You know why that may be, though, Tosh? My wife visited Paris with her mom and her sister. They did a, you know, mom-daughter's trip to, to Paris years ago. And she said even at that time, and I don't remember what the issue was, and I don't think it was anything close to this level of significance, but there were protests every day in Paris, wherever they were, and the Parisians were just like, oh, yeah, that's just Tuesday. Like, I don't know, they're protesting this, that, or the other, but, like, these folks are professional protesters. Yeah, I, I, I believe that was the case, but there was um, – they were well organized. And one of the days we had uh, set up to go to the Louvre, and all, everything got canceled because the entire country, or at least the city, but I think it was the whole country, took off to have a strike day that they announced. And it was nice that they announced it so that you weren't going and expecting things. They gave you a two-day notice, and – they took off from I think one o'clock until four for a full for a half a day strike. But they again the warning I was okay with it. the The entire thing uh, I, I'll say this uh, I was happy to be boarded up and getting back on the plane on Saturday back into the good old U.S. of A. Because you never know how things can go when you're in a scenario like that. Well, we held it down for you while you're gone. Glad you're back with us, and we'll get back to talking about. A myriad of sports topics through the week. we got opening day coming up this week for the Brewers. got the final four is set. Lots to talk about, my friend. That sounds great. Thanks, guys. 7.57 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Great to have Tausch back.